18 minutes it is before 9 p.m. under the microscope this evening and we continue to uh, take a look at uh, South African Airways, our national carrier, and uh, some of the challenges it has, of course, in uh, trying to restart operations or the reprioritization of funds uh, in order to implement the business rescue plan, 10.4 billion rand needed for that purpose. And uh, also, I guess, uh, just over 2 billion rand needed uh, for the retrenchment packages of uh, over 2,000 workers. And, uh, of course, uh, all of this also intended to fund the restart of the airline's flights by January 2021, which is the target date that has been set. But it seems many of the winds are blowing, of course, in the direction of a liquidation here. And uh, uh, this uh, on the back, of course, of uh, some of the uh, very difficult trade-offs from a fiscal perspective that are needed to free up some resources or even uh, guarantees for the national carrier so that uh, some of the uh, commercial lenders can come back on board and uh, the business rescue plan that uh, Dongwala and Madison have uh, been overseeing in their process can effectively be implemented. I'm joined on the line now uh, by uh, the uh, uh, spokesperson of the shareholder representative, the Department of Public Enterprises, and that is Sam Mkokelem. Good evening to you and welcome. Uh, good evening to you and the listeners of our Metro FM. Yeah, always a pleasure, Sam. Maybe, Sam, I want us to start off here, and uh, I guess, you know, some of us weren't supposed to know about this, but uh, certainly has uh, gone through the wires that th- there was some deliberation over the weekend between yourselves, SAA, and, of course, uh, a few representatives from some of the banks uh, to try and maybe tease out a uh, outcome here. And uh, I want to maybe hear from you what you make of uh, much of the reporting that has just focused on some of the conditions that the National Treasury might tie uh, to either a cash injection or even an extension of uh, more guarantees for the carrier. Yeah, thanks for that. And the conversation is continuing between uh, the government uh, and the uh, lending institutions uh, in, in South Africa. So there was a new news report about it. They might have gotten one or two things wrong, but the substance of the matter is that the, the conversations are, are taking place. And there's a lot of interest uh, in what's uh, going on now with the FAA. So you understand when uh, people are trying to find as much information as possible uh, about it. it. It represents what the government is trying to do uh, with uh, the restructuring uh, of uh, SOEs and uh, reforming uh, various uh, industries. So there's a lot of eyes in it, and we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I guess a lot of people have also, uh, you know, uh, spoken about one, on one level, the intergovernmental relations dimensions between the discussions from the National Treasury and also your part as the DPE, but also some of the trade-offs, uh, because if indeed some of the, these resources are going to be mobilized in what uh, the finance ministry has called a fiscally neutral manner, they have implications on other capital or, or even operational projects within the government that either fund uh, you know, uh, uh, um, passenger rail or fund school infrastructure or fund water infrastructure, as many people have suggested. Well, what is the view, least of all of the DPE, I guess, in light of uh, uh, the government as a whole committing itself to a restart of uh, the airline's operations about what those trade-offs are going to mean uh, for the next few years or so for many needed projects? Yes, thanks. Uh, the first thing is that the, what has to happen with SAA is a, a, a decision of the government at uh, the highest uh, level, and that's uh, the cabinet. Now you have DPE mm. and the Treasury Transport Department, Department of Labor being a, uh, part of the uh, implementing agency. So you get a constructive uh, attention 
uh, between the various uh, departments uh, due to various uh, mandates. And as you say, I mean, these are very difficult uh, trade-offs uh, that must uh, take place, and that's very natural, especially when you have uh, very tight uh, financial uh, circumstances as uh, we have uh, experienced. And the COVID uh, situation made it uh, very uh, difficult, uh, and already a difficult situation. It simply uh, made it worse. So we will be guided by the uh, Treasury and the announcement uh, that will come from the, the finance minister on the final uh, detail of uh, how the, uh, the, the ministry manages uh, all of it. But the decisions are not uh, going to, to be easy ones. Uh, they would have to be very uh, difficult work. Tough trade-off, and uh, we trust uh, that the government will take uh, sensible uh, decisions around uh, public uh, finances. What's been taken there is a very clear uh, commitment uh, that uh, the government does not want to liquidate uh, the airline. Uh, if you mm. want to go into liquidation, you're talking about 10,000 jobs uh, that could be uh, threatened here. You would need at least, uh, from an, a, a conservative perspective, at least 18 billion rands you have to pay. And the workers would uh, uh, take over about uh, 32,000 rands if they, if they're lucky, uh, mm. compared to the very reasonable packages uh, that are being uh, offered uh, with the, the current uh, setup. So it's not an easy uh, situation for all concerned. Okay. Sam, I want us to pause here for a second and uh, we'll continue to explore, I guess, some of these difficult trade-offs and the distributional consequences of each trade-off. Uh, after this brief break. And when we come back, I also want us to touch on what's happening at SAA Technical and some of your views uh, as the shareholder representative on how we resolve that particular impasse, uh, which uh, has extensive implications, not only just of the maintenance of the national carrier's fleet, but uh, I guess uh, the fleet of many other actors in the aviation sector. We continue under the microscope after this brief break. Nine minutes it is before 9 p.m. We're under the microscope this evening and uh, we are in conversation with the spokesperson at the Department of Public Enterprises, Sam Kokeli, talking about SAA and uh, the prospect, of course, of um, in a fiscally neutral manner, getting some resources from the fiscus, either by way of a cash injection or even in the form of the extension of uh, further guarantees uh, to keep uh, the airline afloat or to have it restart its operations on the expected date of January 2021 as per uh, the business rescue plan. Now, Sam, I mean, uh, you were correctly acknowledging that some of these trade-offs are very difficult, but um, we've seen over the last day or so, I mean, uh, at least of all from the likes of uh, Kosatu, who are suggesting that, you know, if the conversation is about extending guarantees or even a cash injection that takes money away from other programs like uh, the uh, um, much-delayed recapitalization of our passenger rail network or even uh, as some people have suggested, uh, uh, unallocated resources intended for public employment programs. That, that is something that they would uh, uh, be fundamentally opposed to. And yet it seems that that's the inevitable outcome of this process, Sam, that uh, the money will have to come from somewhere and it might have to come uh, from some of the line items that, one, haven't been committed to any sort of budget vote or line, or second to that, might have to come from many of those who have been unable to spend that money and uh, many people, I guess, would point their fingers at Prasa uh, uh, if I characterize it in that way. Yeah, and there's a good thing uh, out of it, uh, this whole uh, discussion. People uh, are coming up uh, with ideas of uh, where money could come from and something. Money could be taken uh, from Prasa and 
money uh, could be uh, taken from uh, some funds here or there. These uh, ideas uh, are really, and they wouldn't come uh, uh, coming from uh, the official uh, centers of information uh, in, in government. So uh, we can't throw uh, the baby out uh, with a bathwater totally. It's a very good thing that people are concerned about uh, what's but, going but on. But Sam, where else would the money time. come from? I mean, where, where else would the money be able but, to come from? You, you know more than most of us uh, how the budget uh, process works. You don't just move mm. money from PRASA to move money from uh, to FAA. The uh, South African uh, uh, budgeting uh, process is one uh, awards for the rigor and the transparent uh, nature. So let's give that process uh, a due respect and uh, let the finance ministry inform us uh, how the process... No, but Sam, uh, Sam, the point I'm trying to make, the point I'm trying to make is that, yes, there would have to be a process where, of course, even the, the lawmakers would have to interact with an appropriations bill. And many people are suggesting it might come before, before the medium-term budget policy statement. But what I'm trying to suggest is that if indeed we're going to do this in a fiscally neutral way, as the Treasury has suggested and uh, you no doubt would be familiar with, it will have to come from some kind of capital budget, uh, least of all with some of the amounts that, that we're talking about here. And I guess maybe the other question that I'm asking is, is the DPE comfortable with that and uh, in really making the case for the national carrier uh, in that contest around these, I guess, limited resources? So the practical realities around the uh, FAA are not uh, easy and they're very uh, difficult. I wouldn't say there is a choice that uh, we are comfortable with uh, or not. At the same time, mm. I'm quite uh, uh, considerating uh, as I look to comment on uh, the, the budget process was we need to uh, uh, respect uh, what the uh, office uh, does. The money mm. will come out of a very, very uh, difficult uh, reprioritization. Uh, of the, the budget, as uh, you've uh, alluded uh, to. So let's uh, give uh, that uh, process uh, some time. I know it's not an easy one, but I mean, as you can uh, speculate already, I mean, there will have to be uh, cuts uh, that uh, have uh, to, to be made. But this is not, as, as, as some people are saying, it's money being moved towards uh, consumption. Uh, air transport is part of the critical uh, infrastructure that uh, the economy uh, rests on. So it will be an important uh, investment back into the infrastructure, into preserving jobs, into stimulating the economy, whether you're talking about retail spend or you're talking about uh, the tourism spend. So it will be an important uh, investment. That's what the government uh, broadly is uh, looking uh, to do. But I would imagine mm-hmm. there will be a lot of uh, spreadsheets uh, doing the rounds at the Treasury, and they look uh, to do all the painful cutting uh, that has to take place. Yeah, yeah. We saw SAA technical, um, I guess, you know, clipping the wings there of Mango on the back of, um, uh, you know, payments that are due to it. It uh, certainly makes one wonder what happens when firms are in the same group of companies, uh, sister company to sister company. Uh, What's your role uh, in light of the situation where we know there's no board or management team at SAA, which is the group or mother company um, uh, still controlled by the business rescue practitioners? Uh, what is your view as the shareholder representative on how that particular matter is resolved? Uh, and I'd also add to that, I guess, some of the sort of wage uh, disputes and contests uh, underway as well at SAA Technical. What, what is the plan to resolve some of those? Because uh, as many people have said, they said to have a, a massive ripple effect on the entire aviation sector, which relies on SAA Technical uh, for some of its repair and maintenance work. Yeah, see that ripple effect when somebody was very good with words uh, in, in the morning, uh, said, you know, when FAA uh, sneezes, uh, the whole aviation industry uh, can catch a cold. I when wouldn't say, say that uh, mm. FAA has, has sneezed. It's probably much 
uh, more important uh, than that, but it shows you the critical nature of the instrument uh, that SAA for the aviation industry. At operational level, there are conversations uh, to solve uh, uh, the problem as soon uh, as possible. As a shareholder, the department uh, doesn't just jump into because of, of the history we've had uh, with the, the department that are at different uh, leadership uh, where uh, politicians have found themselves interfering uh, with a lot of uh, operational matters. Um, uh, uh, SHF, SAAT, uh, Mango, uh, even SAA, they still have their management uh, in place, even though SAA is an in business uh, rescue. We have uh, the business rescue practitioners together with the, the management, uh, with an acting CEO. Uh, they're working uh, to solve the problem as soon as possible. But this is just an indication of the difficulties that, that are there and also the fragility around uh, the aviation industry. Mm. We know, uh, you know, I think AXA came out and said they only anticipate that uh, passenger volumes will return to uh, 2019 or pre-COVID levels around 2023, 2024, somewhere there. If you're going to be starting to, uh, I guess, hit the skies around January 2021, does this suggest that in successive budget appropriations or even uh, along the medium-term expenditure framework period, that uh, this money that's being requested for potentially won't be the last um, uh, resources coming from the fiscus until the entity is expected to turn cash flow positive? The game has changed uh, quite a bit, and we're talking now about uh, funding the restructuring plan, and there's talk of uh, the very, very serious assessment. Uh, of uh, expressions uh, of interest uh, from uh, businesses that want to partner up with uh, FAA. So the game uh, changes uh, altogether, but the terrain looks, uh, it's going to be very, very difficult. And the kind of uh, volumes we saw uh, pre-COVID might not uh, exist uh, in the uh, current uh, reality into uh, the future. Let's see uh, what happens around it, but there's a very clear determination to write a whole new script about uh, FAA. So the infusion of a new technologies, uh, expertise, management systems uh, through uh, this new arrangement uh, will change the game altogether. Sam, are you suggesting that if you will only turn profitable, say, in 2023 or 2024, that in the preceding years there will be some need for some support financially or otherwise from the fiscus, um, largely because, I guess, uh, you know, uh, as a shareholder representative, that's where you would get your resources? Look, if I knew what's going to happen uh, with that around, uh, I'd probably be a very, very wealthy man if I could uh, focus uh, that far in, into the future. But, but let's look at the reality here. Things uh, have changed quite a bit. There'll be different uh, players, different uh, uh, the transparency and accountability uh, mechanisms. So we're talking about a new FAA altogether. Okay. Sam, always a pleasure. Thank you very much for taking time out to speak to us, man. Samam Kokeli speaks on behalf of the uh, Department of Public Enterprises, the shareholder representative for all of our state-owned companies here in South Africa. And uh, yeah, some interesting ones there. And we'll certainly be watching that one closely because on either side, uh, uh, certainly whatever...